how's that open Zoom room thing going? Did did that last long? Yeah, we actually did one yesterday. Um, we haven't done one today because everybody's just kind of in meetings. Yeah, Sorry. in meetings all day, and okay. so and then. You How know. do you decide who hosts it? Does it does that go around, or is it always the same person? Well, I I mean, so like I I hopped on, and I saw like a handful of guys or were on a call, and assuming that they were all together, and so I'm like, hey, what you guys doing? And they're like, just talking through some of these details. I'm like need any help do you need yeah you can join in and listen if you want i'm like sure and so that joining in to listen ended up just being like an open call where we just did the same thing and then the other people joined in and then you know other people like you know hey we got a question are you available sure and then we invite more people and uh yeah (laughs) oh i meant to tell you this so the team meeting on monday morning we always have monday morning team meetings where we kind of go through like the roster of everything Hey, what's going on? Who's doing what? Because we're at this point right now where we're, we just did our permit submission. And now what we're trying to do is just kind of like, and some people are going to be falling off the project, going on to different projects and things like that, where basically now I want them to use this, this week for the rest of January. Can you believe that? The rest of January is literally this week. Yep. I know. My mom's birthday is on the 29th, the end of the month. And I'm like, that's in two days. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Jeez. And and so I, you know, I said, you know, hey, I want you guys to like use OneNote and go through and populate, you know, this post 122 submission, outstanding items, some things that had not been picked up or being moved over. And then there's just a bunch of things and people are just making sure that, you know, they've got everything's kind of covered and somebody knows what's being done or not done and what needs to be done and those kind of things. Right. And just before the Monday morning meeting, I was started like frantically Zoom chatting, like everybody on the team except for one person. And I'm sending them the background screenshot that I took when we were recording that stuff. <laughs> and so I was like, you have to use your camera today. And they're like, I don't normally use my camera. I'm like, no, no, no. Today you have to use your camera. And so everybody is, uh, you know, like logging on. And then, you know, this, the, the, one, the one guy who we screenshotted you know, screenshot his house, he's sitting there and he's not paying attention. And then mm-hmm. he like looks over at the screen and he's like, and he starts like getting really close to the screen. He's like, come on, man. <laughs> and then another person would pop on. He goes, not you. And then like the everybody just was, keeps on oh, giving. Yeah. So we had, I think like nine people. There was only one person who was invited to the meeting that isn't normally there that didn't have it. But everybody else was on the on the screen in basically in his uh, his dining room. That's and awesome. He's just like, so it was, it was great. I mean, we spent probably the first half of the time talking about because you could see like the refrigerator in the background and stuff. And it's just like, hey, Matt, can you go into Angelo's refrigerator and see if he's got anything? <laughs> All right, man, I'm on it. <laughs> what just, what would it be? Yeah, it would just. You've seen those ones where, where people will um, like make a video of their background. I guess there's, I don't know if that's just a feature you can do in Zoom or if it's a hack or whatever, but but they would like film their own background and they would walk into the room and, and like bring a mug of something and set it down on the desk and then walk away. What, yeah. And then they would, yeah. they would use that as their background. <laughs> they'd be <laughs> sitting there and they'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah. That's great. And it was themselves delivering the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> to themselves <laughs> it was great stuff i i love how creative people can be with this oh yeah i mean early on and now everybody i don't know maybe it's the fatigue um but now everybody just seems to like i'm not going to turn my camera on today i mean it it 
it was quite a chore to like ask people like have oh a camera. It's like it's Monday morning. Why would you want me to turn my camera on? Like, well, you know. Uh, show up to work, people. Come on. Yeah. We work together. I want to see you. Very. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna get every every noise possible today. That works. Yep. Yeah. No big deal. This uh, is not a professional endeavor here, Cormac. Lying yeah. by the seat of our pants. This is this is actually normal. I I was on a call the other day with somebody I'd never met, and they're like, their their six year old walks by, and they're like showing them something, like, look what I made, you know. <laughs> He's like, cool man, that's great. He's like, I'm on a call, so everybody's always apologizing. It's like, nope, this is normal. This is how it is now. You got school, you got toys, you got chores, you got animals, all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a, a real peek behind the curtain. Yeah, so so now we're at the at the stage of our project where you know people are going to be leaving the project. Mm. People are like, "Hey, uh, I just want to know. I mean, am I still working on this project, or you know, what should I what should I be doing right now?" Mm. <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of things coming online. We've got a couple of things, you know, like other stuff. I mean, you know, we because we're borrowing people from other studios, and we've got. We have a handful of folks from the DC studio that, you know, needed to find some time. And thankfully we had some time for them yeah. and they, they worked out beautifully for us. But, you know, unfortunately they're all going to be like migrating to their projects and we're going to try to like hold on to the core of the team that's been here forever. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be highly unlikely now because I just got notified that some people are moving to a uh, project that we got going on at Vanderbilt um, that, some people are going and then, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know you know, how people like have been migrating back and forth between projects or you know, like what, what's been going on in you know, like your office to kind of just keep people like working. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like during downtime when there's an apparent amount of downtime and that always fluctuates. Right. So working in digital practice, we get people all the time who are like, Hey, do you have anything I can do while I'm waiting for my next project to start? Um, yeah. And because those schedules never line up perfectly. Right. So that's obvious. That happens all the time. And the worst thing is when people say, yeah, I can give you X amount of my time, you know, 30, 50, 90, 100 percent of my time for two weeks. And then three days later, they get pulled off to do something else. <laughs> and it's like that is the worst. It happens all the time and it sucks and it's stupid. It's like, stop doing that. People don't commit to me with your fingers crossed under the table, like that's not really going to, you're not going to follow through. That's not cool. I, I'm going to, I'm going to take all the time to plan out something to keep you busy, to help you out and ultimately the firm. And then you're just going to go back and, and, or go do something else like right after you committed. That sucks. So right. we, we've done a lot to kind of fight against that. And like, I mean, basically we're at the point where it's like we have to write a contract with these studio leaders to be like no you're once you give them to us they are ours for the set amount of time for the for that percentage um because that's gone back so many times but then there's other things where it's just like okay we've got all these training courses or we've got these special projects that we have where we can take people on like at certain intervals not just whenever you want but at certain intervals because we have to do onboarding and stuff like like for instance we did this whole Revit family upgrade project and 
you know, the families need to be gone through, man. There's a bunch of right. trash oh, in those gosh, families yes. and, and they need to be cleaned up. They need to be re-standardized. They need to be redeployed to people. And so we actually had, had a group of people that stayed with us for quite a bit of time while they had downtime and made a huge difference. And that was fantastic. So it's projects like that, that we can help the firm kind of absorb those hours that people aren't being fully utilized on and be beneficial to the overall operation of the company. Mm, I love that. That sounds great. I mean, I wish you, that we should, that's interesting. We should have used that. It's a lot of work though, man. Like, like, yeah, it, like it figuring is. out what the procedure is going to be like, what are they doing on the day to day? How often are the check-ins? How does accountability work? Like we definitely had people who just never showed up and never did anything. And we're still writing down the hours on their time card. And so then oh we're like, we have to be proactive in policing that and be go to the managing principal or the studio leader or the project manager, whoever it is that they're a supervisor and say, hey, just heads up, here's what's happening. Can you please check in on this? Because honestly, sometimes it could be some, everybody's got stuff going on in their life that, that we are not, we can't see, right? And sometimes that stuff is terrible stuff. Like, again, we just can't see it. And so we don't know. And so we, we give them the benefit of the doubt, but we also need that layer of accountability there because some people do just, they, they play the system, right? They're like, well, these people think I'm spending hours here and these people think I'm spending hours here and, and they're out, you know, playing golf. I don't know what they're doing, but um, hopefully that's not the case. We, we give everybody the benefit of the doubt at least the first time and, and then go from there. But yeah, it's good to have kind of some of those projects queued up so that, and again, like you can't just onboard anybody anytime because it, it is work and there is a procedure that we had to put in place so to make sure that this stuff tap, this stuff happened. And we had tracking in place for families, like how many families are in the queue? How many have been completed? How many have been rejected? Like, et cetera, et cetera, right? And we had each one of those people be accountable to check off where they were in the process on a daily basis so we knew how many they had in their bucket how many they had processed and there's some people who are just amazing they're super high performers can't say enough good things and there's other ones who are just like they would get two done in the same time somebody else got 10 done and it was like okay like we're figuring this out who who's a who can do this who can't do this um so that if this comes up again We'll either be able to say, yeah, we'll take that person. They are amazing. Or no, they're not a good fit for this project, you know. But that that's all like the un weird stuff that has to go on in large firms, especially in when projects are just kind of all over the place with starting up and stopping and holding and uncertainty and budgets and all that kind of stuff, which seems yeah. to be now, you know. Uh, more important than ever. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, do you guys have anything like that or do you just kind of, hey, what what do you have for me for six hours today? <laughs> um, sometimes a little of both. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know, there's, there's always projects that could use people for the time. I mean, you know, a lot of times if I'm only going to get like, let's call it a, a transient help, mm -hmm. I, I will say, you know, hey, I've got all these red lines, you know, a lot of these are things that, you know, can be picked up and cleaned up that you don't really need to know the backstory you of the project. just need the skill on how to do it. Yeah, exactly. You just, those are good. And so I always have a backlog of those, you know, when I'm doing some redlining, because a lot of times, you know, if I'll do like these big kind of 
big whole project or whole set red line, not everybody's going to be getting to them if they're working on like their their own little, you know, compartmentalized things. And then, yeah. you know, at the end, then they kind of come in and say, okay, you know, a lot of times it might be checked off. It's just like it, I redlined it during a transitional period or something like that. It's always good to kind of like have that moment like, hey, you know, you know, you're I know you're only going to be on this project for a week. Work on these. And if you are if you get into something where you either see the work has already been done, go ahead and highlight it virtual highlight it. But, you know, highlight it. And then in others, you know, go ahead and you know maybe take a look at or reach out to this person. They're working on it. They may be working on that. So, you know, don't do anything that undoes some work that somebody else is doing. Communicate, um, people. Communicate. Yeah. Do, do you guys yeah. use any kind of tools to track that, like Bluebeam sessions or anything? You, you mentioned yeah, OneNote earlier to make sure people kind of all know what everybody's doing and what needs to get done. So guys... I, I, run, I, run, I run two things. I, I typically run a Bluebeam session. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we just use OneNote so that we can kind of track any open items, any, you know, like we also do some scheduling and stuff in there, kind of links in, links back and forth with Outlook so that if, you know, we do assignments, task assignments for say consultants, or we need to set up meetings and stuff with the owner, you know, we're able to kind of like use like all the different tools. Hmm. The only thing that I made one mistake one time of is inviting consultants into a kind of a big massive Bluebeam session mm-hmm. where me and some of the other QAC, QC people had bled all over our drawings, but then had kind of like this weird little dialogue of like, do you really mean to do it this way and stuff? And I'm like, you guys, nobody needs to see the the way that the sausage is made in this one, you know, kind of let's taper down our our comments to just being like this needs to be changed to yeah. this right and and it 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 didn't happen and it just kept going on and on and on and i'm just like all right like everybody else is seeing some like you know potentially level of dysfunction which it really wasn't i mean there were good conversations it was just there was other avenues of having that conversation other than an extraordinarily public locale <laughs> and so i was just like all right forget it yeah i'm it, not gonna it, win this one isn't that, isn't that interesting, right? Because it seems like there's being more and more of a push toward open, transparent communication between teams and not having, you know, having everybody work in one place, right? Especially now where yeah. everything's on BIM 360, et cetera, et cetera, and there's shared documents and all kinds of, you know, blue beam sessions and so many potential places to put the information. And obviously there's companies like Autodesk and whatever that want all of your information in their system so that they can mine it for other things. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. right? They're they're trying yeah. to make make it so that software can make smarter decisions for you later in the future. You can't do that without training the machine on how to do that with the information that you're putting in there. So um I'm not trying to say it's it's a bad it's all a bad thing, although it could could be used for for negative things right i mean obviously just them having all of your data is a potential risk for for you because it's not easy to to get it back out of there right but but it is interesting to kind of think about how the difference between a comment and a communication right because there is kind of this internal dialogue that that needs to happen that like you said is the sausage getting made and not everybody needs to be privy to that Versus stuff that is more like FYI or what what should we do here? We're looking for direction. And then relying on everybody to kind of keep that gate 
in the front of their brain every time they're doing something is is like a cognitive load that mm-hmm. makes things more complicated and right. that that's just that's tough i mean and and there's so many places where information can go now does it go in an email does it go in a file transfer does it go in yeah. a zoom call does it go in a chat does it go in the bluebeam chat does it go in the bim 360 chat like where does it go and then how do you resurface all that stuff later if necessary and put that puzzle together to tell the story that needs to be told should it come to that, right? If it's legal or if it's something else, there's just yeah. so much, so many data silos to dig through. And and to me, that is like one of the biggest, biggest problems is the software companies are not making this easier. They're making it harder and new tools are coming out all the time, which are further diluting this, right? And okay, now we're looking at TeamFlow for having these, you know, open office and and what data goes there now, right? And who decides? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, it's a great new tool that's solving a real problem. At the same time, it's also diluting where our information goes, right? So uh, it's a tough landscape to navigate for sure. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's really hard to track sometimes too. It's like, you know, hey, I, uh, I messaged you or, you know, I sent you an email or, you know, I put that in Bluebeam or I put that in OneNote or I put that in mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or, and it's just like, my gosh, I mean, I like, I spend half my day trying to find where exactly it is, is the questions that people are asking me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I just recently learned of a new tool. I'm going to have to look up cause I can't remember the name of it. Uh, so maybe we don't include this in the in the recording but it started with a c uh, you could you could actually john was on the call the lfrt call the other day he probably saw it but it was like this layer of search that you could apply to all of your data and it uses ai to kind of surface stuff so <laughs> i think what's interesting about these kind of new approaches is that it's like uh, go ahead, just declare bankruptcy. Like you don't know <laughs> where your stuff is and you never are. Just yeah. give me a tool that helps me find it when I need to find it based on mm-hmm. a really great search capability. Yeah. Because, because like IT directors don't know what to do. They've given, they, they already let the ban- the dam break and they don't, they can't control where people put stuff. They can't ensure that it gets back to where it's supposed to go because mm-hmm. Our projects are already completely aligned around cutting corners, right? Spend less time on that, could you? So if you spend less time on stuff and you cut more corners, there is no guarantee that information is going to get back to where it needs to go in the archive when the project's done. And it probably won't, right? So it's interesting now that to see these solutions coming out that are like, yep, we get it. It's never <laughs> going to happen. Um, so here's a another layer of stuff that you can pay for on top of all the other things you're already paying for just to find the stuff when you need to find it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my yeah. gosh. What a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said bankrupt. I'm like, I think I'm going mentally bankrupt trying to find all of this stuff that, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard it in the past. Declare bankruptcy like, on your email, right? There's 82,000 messages in your email. Yep, nuke it. <laughs> if it's yep, important, a... email me back. <laughs> yeah, but you know how many times I get in, you know, it's like, well, I sent you that, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, uh, did you? Okay. There did, are, did there you are, really? so, 
so here's here's the funny thing. So there are certain people, I think I've already said this before, but there are certain people that I will, like they are the priority people that I look for their emails and make sure that, you know, whenever their emails come in, I you know give them the special attention. Then there's like the second tier people. And then there's the, you know, couldn't this have just been a Zoom chat or a, you know, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. where we're in the reverse when we're always saying, couldn't this have just been an email? I'm saying, couldn't this just been, you know, like you, you know, IMing me real quick and saying, you know, hey, what do right. you think about this? Instead of sending it, you know, that. However, everybody seems to want to have a, it, it's kind of this, this, this mental CYA that everybody has. It's just like, okay, so if I tell Evan that this is what's going on, if something happens, I'll say, well, beyond I told Evan, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if, if it didn't happen, you know, it's on him because I told him. You know, and you're just like, really? That's that's the way we're going to do this now. That that's how our communication, our communications are totally about CYA. Yeah. And then you you'll you'll, I don't know if you ever pay attention to those when people email you and it and they deem it if they deem it really important email, mm-hmm. they'll start CCing the higher ups within their own company to make sure oh, that totally. one they know accountability. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. accountability CC. See, yeah. I'm working on this project. Right, right. Look at me. <laughs> Look what I just did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- those are those are. Yeah, I I get why people do that. And same time, every time I see one of those, I'm like, that's annoying because I follow through on stuff. <laughs> right. So you did. You should not be doing that. Like you're just you're opening up for a, a bad thing. Yeah, that's bad. I don't like that at all. Yeah. 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 You're showing exactly. me your distrust. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, and it's like, you know, if we talk about it, you know, I will, if it's something that is something that is priority for me to do, it'll be written down, um, one way, shape or form, or, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I'm like, look, you know, if, if, if something needs to be done and it's something that you need help with, that's why I want to track it through Bluebeam mm-hmm. and not blue, you know, not just Bluebeam, but OneNote. Mm-hmm. Um, one note I, I, you know, I've come to trust. I'm like, you know, you've got a little checkbox on there. You know, you can, instead of doing like a little bullet point, you can put a little checkbox and it's just like, okay, um, somebody needs to look at this detail and then, you know, we'll put on, you know, and then from that you can assign somebody a task to do. Mm-hmm. And then you can even put it through with your outlook where it actually has reminders and it has, you know, it like prioritizes things on like, you know, what's done and what's in works and all of this other stuff and who's doing it. And so there's a lot of different ways to like have that accountability and that, you know, kind of check to make sure somebody's doing it. And not all the time does somebody remember, you know, hey, let me go back to OneNote and check it. But, you know, if they've got that, like <laughs> that badgering email that says, you know, you've been assigned this they'll get to the point where they're so annoyed with the email that they will do something about it. Yeah. Totally. I hate that. That's the way that they, that the we nag- have to do things. The but... nagging email. Yeah, exactly. Promised. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or you've been assigned. You didn't necessarily and... accept this assignment, but it has been assigned to you. <laughs> Right. And you know about it. But that's one of the things that I, I just got to make sure of. It's just like somebody, people talk about things. So oh, I need somebody to do this or oh, I need somebody to do that. I'm like, you know, saying that somebody needs to do it and assigning somebody to do it are two completely Those different are things. completely different things. Absolutely. You have got to make sure that find the right person to do it 
Oh my gosh. And so many people them. forget that part. And they're just yeah. like, and then, and then two weeks later, Hey, I thought somebody else was going to do that. Right. Well, I told well, Evan. did somebody else know about it? I don't think so. <laughs> Evan, Evan was in the room when I said that somebody right. needed to do it. He may not have realized that right. he was that someone, but <laughs> he was. Your name is someone now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.